Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Open Africa podcast. My name is Furo and with me I have the usual suspects. Hello everyone, Laulu here. Nosa here. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> we'll just jump right into the episode. So today it's going to be short and sharp I believe, <laughs> unless we go for another rant. Um, thanks for all the feedback on the last episode on blockchain and CVS response. <laughs> Um, in this episode, we want to start off with a startup that was, I guess, near and dear to all of our hearts <laughs> and has sort of, I guess, fallen on hard times. Fiber. Um, no, not dear to my own heart, though. No. I was always too broke. So I was hating from afar. <laughs> I just need to put that out there. Thank you very much. So, Fiber, um, which one of you would like to um, take a stab at this? Um, I read that Tech About article, but there's still something missing. So, what Tech About did not add the part that. What Tech About article before you. Tech About. So, Fiber first, Fiber puts out this email for one of their property that they are not renewing. Um, now, apparently, even the landlord did not know Fiber was not renewing. <laughs> because. <laughs> The residents on that on that property went to the landlord and tried to negotiate a deal, and he's like, "What do you mean that I deal with fiber?" And they told him, "Oh, fiber is not renewing." So he went to ask fiber, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we are not renewing." Anyway, so TechCover put out like an article following up with fiber, and I think it was like some operations manager that left the comment, which is okay. Or would have been okay in normal circumstances, but one of the fiber co-founders just joined Chaka as head of product. The other yeah. co-founder has taken it up, well, not taken it off his LinkedIn, but he has put end dates on his LinkedIn, and he's currently in America. Wow. So there's still it's, there's still a lot that hasn't been said on fiber. Either they downsizing and you know trying to like keep costs low and taking off non-performing property, or are they winding up and just waiting for old leases to expire and they are like tell guys that we're not doing it again? Fascinating. I that real estate market, I I'm undecided on it because for the most part I'm not I'm not sure how much success there is to be gotten from like high end in terms of scale. Um I'm not sure how much success you can get from like high end property just given the fact that everyone is poor, you know. Um and I'm when I say everyone is poor, I don't even mean that in a derogatory way. Just look at the Nigerian economy, you know so is it a business model thing like did they ever make profits do you have this information like were they ever in a position to continue to grow i don't think so i don't think they ever like announced like numbers numbers like that but i i I see where the challenge is coming from is that a lot of real estate in lagos at least is built towards starter families because and it's not geared towards young professional. So it's usually like your first house when you marry. So it's like two bedroom, three bedrooms. 
you don't find that many studios that are decent or that many one bedrooms and the people that fiber was going to target were people that wanted studios and one bedrooms they were young professionals not people who just got married because if you can afford to get married paying monthly rent is not should not. I mean, should not. Must have paying to paying three hundred k monthly rent. I mean, th- do you get like it's if you people that get married have money to marry, and because they have money to marry, inside that marriage money, there's money. There's at <laughs> for least rent. two m or one m. There should be money for rent for a year. Yeah. So the people that could not do that were people that were. That could not for fiber but people who could not afford to save up that money for a year and nobody's dashing them lump sum at their wedding or nobody had they have not married so there's no lump sum to be dashed <laughs> so they can only pay this rent as salaries coming and those people cannot afford two bedroom three bedrooms they can afford more studios and and what's it called and one bedrooms but if you look at the inventory for studios and one bedroom it's usually somebody's bq Mm. or face me I face you nobody's actually building purpose built studios and one bed yeah I mean but could it be because so everybody wants to live within everybody wants to be close to their offices right everybody wants to live within lucky phase one phase like first gate second gate right but land there is quite expensive so when developers are buying that land and they're building they're thinking how do I maximize this so that I can get quick returns they want to just hammer they're not looking at long-term um they're not looking at getting long-term returns they want to make their money today now and quickly move on to their next project so i think um, yes there's a need for one beds and studio apartments but i think from like a developer perspective they're not looking to play that long game uh, that's my view yeah yeah i, I actually agree because Young people are poor. They don't have money. You say young people are poor. <laughs> how would you see them? How would you see them argue on Twitter? It's always about oh, 400k salary. If I make 400k salary, I'll I'll do this. Exactly but my point. That 400k and, and you salary, guys are not talking about it. That 400k salary, you cannot rent fiber apartments with. That's it. one, and you cannot rent a two bedroom, three bedroom that's close to work with it either. So, see the people that need fiber cannot afford what fiber has now and cannot afford what is being made available to fiber yeah, and, so and, a... and that for me is the real gap because lecky is out of budget for many people right but you see that many people that we're saying constitutes the majority mm-hmm. so if you are looking to to drive adoption um, and that's the problem I, I've had with like these real estate businesses. Putting a property up at 200k per month, like if you're doing monthly payments, is out of is wild to the average Nigerian. So unless if from the get-go the plan was to target a niche market, you know, and just focus on only those guys, then okay, maybe maybe that's all well and good. But if you ever wanted to to scale up and and like have mass markets um, and then properties across Lagos, so we're even talking about mainland locations, maybe Maryland, Bagada, Ogudu, that sort of those sort of areas, 
I, I'm not sure that. I think they had their comfort zone because I don't think, apart from that one property they had in Yaba, I don't think they ever had anything outside of. Even that property, people were renting it without them. So it wasn't an exclusive yeah. agreement. It was not, yeah, it was not an exclusive agreement. I mean, so I mean they still they still have that fiber hostel now, the one where they all share bathroom. At one fifty K per month. It, yeah, at Nyaba. But my thing with, with fiber is the only people that could really afford it were like maybe people that worked like young professionals that worked in like management consulting like Bain and Co. Not local companies. Not local companies. It was not like guy that worked in startup here can afford it because or keep PMG. <laughs> wow. Why Furu, please, why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I mean is he on KPMG 150k that you're going to rent fiber. And you know what kills me is that you see that 150k eh is that's the profile of the average when you say working class in Lagos that's that's the profile of the person. So if you're building a product for a middle class, and that's why who are these people that they're always pissing me off? All these developers when they say, oh, that they have structured payments for for property oh, tailored at the middle class, and then you check, people. you see the, the down payment is ten million, and you, you pay back over the next called? one year. There's one fintech that Bungalow that's been advertising mortgage on my Instagram all over the place, and. They are saying, oh, own your own home and down payment is like 5M, 10M, monthly repayment is like 600K. I was like, the guys that can afford to do that. And it's not as if it's for like Ikoi Flats, it's for like Lekki, third roundabout, fourth roundabout house. And I was like, the guys that can afford to do that thing, they already have money. <laughs> do you understand? Like, they already, or they're already renting. It's not their first home. It's not their first home. It's, 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 yeah. it's like an investment property, if anything. So I think it, the thing with the startups is, Maybe it's a failure to understand what is on ground. Like the failure to understand. Or just being trapped because you have an idea and then the market just does not support. Yeah. Know? Support. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So for me, my advice for these guys is just keep raising money and let the white man subsidize it. Because. There's that. That's the strategy. For me as well, is communication is key. Right? Because I feel like a lot of things are being left unsaid and they're giving a lot of room yeah. for speculation and all of that and the truth is and i think we had said this on another episode before that what happens to fiber has an impact on the rest of the ecosystem because the ecosystem yes a lot of money has come in but it's still quite small yeah. so being able to manage this transition period where there's like open and honest communication no matter how hard it is with you know affected parties or stakeholders it's really really important but i don't feel like that is being done yeah but then again to be fair open and honest is not always the the nigerian way because i remember when this guy on twitter had that issue with his um head of marketing um oh right and he was being very open and saying oh that he could have handled it better but clearly these are irreconcilable differences and people are like resign and i'm like no. do no, what no, 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 no. So, what's so, going on here people always have hot takes right people always have hot takes but he has cleared the air <laughs> no, because he has hot steak uh, yeah, I'm, I'm smiling because i feel like you're never going to win on twitter you're yeah. going to lose so whatever as long as you've goofed yeah, just there's nothing you can do. Like, it's a very, it's a wild place. 
And <laughs> I don't even say come on Twitter. I'm saying do an email to your residents. To your residents. Do friend. an email to your partners. Like be open with the people that your like your business affects their lives. That's I'm not saying come on Twitter. Twitter and this is not really for me at the end of the day. It's people that are affected by your business. Yeah. Um, well, when they have two bed that's like 150k per month, they should let me know. There's a yeah, there's third runabout, I think. And why but why would I why would I do that? Do you, do you understand? That's my point. It's like because I can get a, a Bagada house, although the, the problem is that those ones won't let you pay monthly and, and that's a problem. But at like 1.2, 1.5 a year, you get um a like really decent property in, in, in Bagada. Do you get? Yeah. So why would I then go to third round, fourth round about uh, what's that place that I went to the other day that my car almost sank inside mm-hmm. sand mm-hmm. and be paying like 300k a month or yeah. 250k a month. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's the way. No, it's because I mean, I was in a fiber and I was paying maybe I think 2.5, give it uh, when you sum it up like 2.5, 2.6 for a one bed and. I was too That's shy to I was too shy to even tell my family members that this is what I was paying. Because if I told them, they were like, well, you can find two beds in, in Lekki for that same amount. So I just yeah. had to keep keep that thing to myself. So I think it's and I'm not it's not even a fiber issue, it's just a Nigeria issue. Yeah, it's that, yeah. Is that we're poor, nice. we're broke, we're broke, and everybody wants to make their money. So as I always said, or as I'm suggesting now to founders, you just find somebody that can subsidize your growth, <laughs> aka the white man. If you enter Senior. YC, enter YC, collect their money and just subsidize it. So that difference between affordable and what the landlord wants to be investor money that you're giving them, you just hyper grow it, then you sell it and you exit the business. That hyper growth self is what they couldn't hack. You can't hyper growth at that price point. Yeah, but the thing is that they couldn't hyper grow because they couldn't subsidize it enough. Yeah. And if you can't subsidize it, somebody has to pay. And Viber did not have, could not pay. So if you say you got look at open now, where they're subsidizing car rides and all that kind of stuff for them to, to hyper grow. So, the real villain in all of this, sorry to cut you off, is actually Fashola. <laughs> That guy sold us dreams of monthly payments. It was one of the things he was yarning around that 2015, 2016 time when people still had small faith in Buari. And we're like, because his argument, and it was a sound argument, if Nigerians get paid on a monthly basis, why are you collecting annual rent? So the idea was to set up a, a, a system of monthly rent payment. And of course, there would also be like legal implications for that type of system. So if you default for like a month, it's not going to take a long time for a court to get you out of that property so that it doesn't have like too much impact on, on the landlord. And then like the, like the whole of that administration, they just went ghost and nobody said anything again. Look, get, getting tenants out of your property is hard. So, because like yeah. my, my aunt has like one guy in a one in her one thousand and four flat, and the guy just traveled to America and changed the locks, and she can't just kick him out. Yeah, because he's protected by you know even despite something fact, about but, six months. Yeah, if. you can't just evict people like that in Nigeria for some reason. So that's why some landlords even try to collect two years rent because they know that this is the most I'm going to make out of you, useless yeah. person. My dad sold one property that the guy was in. 
Then move out, move out, move out, move out. Okay, fine. You just <laughs> sent with the guy inside. I just sold it with the guy inside. I went the people that bought it came. <laughs> They'll move him out. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was there to see that. Cause I know people are actually badly behaved when it comes when it comes to rent. Some people are so comfortable not paying rent and just landlord is chasing them every day. And I'm like, that's not a that's not a good thing. And then they'll say, what do, you, what do you expect us to do? That's capitalism, my dear. If you cannot pay up, you exit the joint. All right. Um, next on the episode, uh, Ruby's. Hmm. What is that hmm. about? Hmm. Clearly, you have a lot to say. Uh, actually, I don't. For one month, Ruby's will not do interbank transfer. <laughs> Every day people are insulting me about Kai. I said for one month you could not move your money out of rubies. And I don't see anybody going to the rubies fund. In fact, this is why you should not be active on the internet. Because nobody will be insulting you if you're not there. <laughs> You'll just be shouting into the air. Rubies is not even tweet. It's like you can it's your business. Anyway, more or less the gist is that CBN knocked suspended or knocked them off NIP because they found they found out that Ruby's was facilitating payments for IMTOs. Please explain who IMTOs are. So an IMTO is an international money transfer organization. So Western Union, MoneyGram, ETC. They have basically handled diaspora remittances. So how it used to work was that so, so these guys could save like money, they would have a local position in Naira. Or maybe they have a partner that has a local position in Naira. And whenever they receive money from the person overseas, they are collecting the dollar. And their Naira partner is the one that is settling the person local in Naira. So they'll probably settle that person in at like a terrible rate. And they make like that spread. So even the local partner will get to eat off this thing. Like there's just there's so many people chopping in this thing. So that money, so money transfer business is very it's very attractive. <laughs> That's why that Eversend guy is always like advertising that they that they are the cheapest. Because there's there's so much there's there's because of Nigeria's multiple rates and we're a useless country in general, there's so much opportunity for how that was it was it arbitrage I don't know the yes, there's just that, that big opportunity. Anyway, as CBN is fighting the dollar, MFLA was like, see, instead of guys going through all these random IMTOs like Sendwave, Remitly, ETC, ETC. All of you should just come and collect dollar cash. Is that dollar in cash or dollar in dumb account? Yeah. And if you want Naira, go to black market. Let black market not be asking me for dollar. Yeah. So that was the logic, which is very sound. That is the fact. When he announced, I was like, yes, this guy has sense. Like, it would not be there wouldn't be a need for I mean it. there won't be a need if, if you're he, not if he's doing the right if thing, you're doing right okay. but the concept was there that if I just push the demand and I lock up from remittances to one chain, that's even why crypto is they they're flogging crypto. It's not that he even believes that he's just trying to lock up, bring all the remittances to one place and reduce the pressure on himself. That's the thing. Anyway, after CBN told banks to close the Naira positions of all these IMTOs. Apparently, Rubies was still running this business underground. This don't see the shop. Yeah, according to the Stairs article, they had no idea that 
the guys that were using their APIs were doing it for that purpose. Whether that's true, I'll never know. But Shasha, CBN noticed some transactions that fit the profile of remittance and decided to like audit and found out that was so called that they were there. They took them off NIP around like February 2nd and until maybe I think last week their users could not transfer money out. What their users were now doing, I think they were because airtime purchase and data purchase, bill payment was still working. So what some of their users started doing was that they'll be selling airtime to people to get their money out. That's or some of, some people that were using Ruby's APIs hadn't plugged like that gap. So I think wallets was using it. So what you do is you transfer from your Ruby's to wallets' Ruby's then from go on wallet and you exit oh in, in actual Naira. So they're basically offloading the base to wallet. And I think wallets figured that out and locked it. <laughs> because <laughs> they, they want no part of this, <laughs> this like, smoke. And like, please, who wants? You know, it's, I know like a couple of businesses that had like millions trapped. And one of my guys does like agency banking business. And he... He was stuck for a while. I mean, I told him I should have used Kuda. But as you are... Shameless a, plug. As you are an up, and you want to go elsewhere. But, I mean, it's not it's not a knock on rubies. It's just... CBN can just do any anyhow. <laughs> that's just what it is. That, and that's the... That's what I think consumers need to understand in this play. Because I saw rubies getting lots of heat. And people are like... They are losing trust, blah, 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 blah. The thing for me again, open communication. They should have come out and tell their users that we had this situation, we've been knocked off, we're working to resolve it. So the first time they said it was Buck. Uh, you know they have Sega Link as their brand ambassador. The guy too said it was Buck. To me, that's very touchy. To be exactly, that's a red flag. That man. Why would that man be your brand ambassador? But that is neither here nor there. <laughs> I know this, this is not a, an avenue for my personal politics, but he's a useless man. But <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, then after a while, they said they're having an issue with the switch. But it just is... You couldn't send money to Rubies, you couldn't receive money from Rubies. And I think the reason how I even know was because my CTO said, is anything wrong with Rubies? Transfers are failing. So we even thought that we were messing up until I started looking at their mentions and people had been complaining. I was like, ah, oh God, this thing's bigger than us. <laughs> <laughs> there are sinister forces at play. <laughs> so I don't know the full gist, but I've heard that it is significantly even worse than the IMTO, that in another scenario, it is something where your license will get revoked. But I think they've been able to like pacify CBN, that's why they are back on. But it's going to be hard to see how they earn trust back. Well, my home question here is, um, was Flutterwave in a similar position? Because there was a time some guy came up um, to come and be like he was essentially lamenting about the rubies thing and he was saying that oh if you want to do anything just make sure that you have xcbn people on your board or something something there was one rubies affiliated guy that was complaining and he was saying that flutterwave and rubies were um taken down at the same time but flutterwave was back up in, in something something and they, they've been struggling do you have any context on that so I don't have any, I can't speak to that, I cannot say, but I can tell you that 
Flutter Wave and Rubies are no mates. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, Flutter Wave has every single license under the sun yes. that is available. They, Flutter Wave collects license like it's Pokemon. So, <laughs> I believe they are government relations, regulatory relations on a strong. different level. Yeah. So, maybe they knock them out one day, two day. They'll figure it out. Last, last is to beat their investors. Yeah. Redacted. We'll give a call. I be because I mean they are part of bankers' committee, so we can just say, "Baba, yeah, relax. You have punished them too much." <laughs> but for rubies, they are very solo. I can see why that guy feels that way. In other words, you need to look at who your daddy is before you make it's certain to, moves. It's exactly. To be fair, that even brings me back to even we had this discussion about Chaka and Bamboo. My, like remember a couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. Chaka only got that thing because of beef. And Chaka didn't really have hands up there versus bamboo. Which is a deep, 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 deep problem. Not entirely. Mm. Furo, the world works on relationships. I know. Even even mm. in the US, is it not the person that is close to Presidents. controller of um, oh. currency that will know what's up and what's happening? It's an industry built on 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 relationships between you and your regulator is why some Nigerian banks they can find them from today till tomorrow but they can be slow they can be doing human sacrifice in their head office and nothing is going to happen to them just because like that relationship that they have with the regulators is rock solid GTP <laughs> wow just to be clear I did not reference any bank I mean all the bad circulars I'm sure it's their compliance departments that sent it to CBN as early draft. <laughs> wow. wow, bro, see this one. <laughs> see this concept. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll send it to CBN and that was exposure draft. Everybody review. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's just like, yeah, yeah, we've put it inside. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. Please. That's just my theory. This Moving is not, on. It's not facts. Nobody should sue me. <laughs> Alright, moving on to Nigerian consumer behavior. Um, well, not Nigerian, so we did some research, very light research. Nosa um, took screenshots. Yes, really, that's really what it is. <laughs> on like, um, finance apps, top finance apps in the Nigerian market as well as the Kenyan market. So, uh, if you do a search on iOS and Android, you will find that Apple, let me not say Africans, because it's just Kenyans it's just and Nigerians. Too, but they like loans on Android. On, on Android. Android, because iOS won't let you. iOS has a thing with payday loan apps, right? And not just payday loan apps. So with loan apps, and, sorry. iOS doesn't give you access to contacts. Yeah, like iOS because Steve Jobs loves us. It doesn't let bad actors into the system. So with Android, that's why all those things they can message your contact and say. This Olorubuku is owing us and he has not paid us for one year. Which, by the way, is not a joke. If I read out some of the messages that Soko Loan has sent to people, it's actually not great. So, because Android lets... I mean, I have personal beef with Android because I think... It's not that it's, it's a stupid operating system. It's that they allow anything go in the name of freedom. In the name of open source. In the name of... Oh, exactly. And that's why you have things like this. A lot of all these predatory lenders love Android, love it. Some they won't even build the iOS app, just direct Android. So if you look, Kenya and 
and Nigerian Android App Store. Almost all of it is loaned now. Read out some of these names. Yes. Please. Okay. So I will read out. This is the Kenyan top twenty. Read out no, the top twenty. Top ten. That's the top ten. Okay. More cash, Hyper, Zash Loan, L Cash, Ipesa Reliable and something loan, Credit Hella, Cashway, Lion Cash, Tala Instant Loan, Mo Cash. Like, okay, there's some people are now budgeting, I guess, in terms of paid apps, people are looking at budgeting. So that's interesting. So Daily Express, my budget book, Money Manager, Money Pro. And there's some credits in here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you find that on the free apps, everybody's leaning towards the lending apps, and then on the paid apps, they're all trying to plan their lives. It's budgeting too. I mean, if you are paying for apps, it stands to reason that you have your affairs in order. No. Or, 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 you have, you have you've collected too many right. loans, <laughs> <laughs> and you now need to like assess your life. <laughs> What's going on on iOS? On iOS in Kenya. Oh, and these are finance apps. Yeah, these are finance okay. apps. Yeah, same thing. It's the same guys that are. So, what's different between Nigeria and Kenya? Different between Nigeria and Kenya. I think Nigeria has. We have crypto inside. I think you have the same Nigeria iOS. I have Nigeria iOS here. Is Access Small Palm Pay, which, by the way, I need you guys to let me know what you are doing with that Palm Pay app. What's going on? Make una tell person. Because this app, as at yesterday, um, we recorded, we're recording on six. So as at the 5th of March, Pound Pay was number one. What's going on with Pound Pay? Then UBA, Kuda Bank, shameless plug, Zenith Bank, um, then Binance, Okta, FXC Trader, Access Bank, Blockchain, Wallet, and First Bank. And then for paid, I mean, it's the same trend, budgeting apps. So Money Manager, iCurrency Pad, Forex Trends, Meter, BA2 Plus Financial. You people are writing CBAP a lot, though. Wow. Um, Data Man, Andrew Money. <laughs> it's a Canada thing, but let's not, let's not expose people here. Andrew Money, Home Budget, Pocket Expense, Money Book, Best Budget Planner. So lots of budgeting apps in um, amongst like paid apps, which is very fascinating to me. Perhaps that's why these inflow guys are, are very bullish about their yeah. their thing. Yeah. 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 So it's just interesting. We just we stumbled on this information. I thought it was just interesting to share because it looks like everybody that's going to lending, they have the right idea. People like loans. People need loans, and I mean loans are not bad. Right, but yeah, those but rates are predatory. Yeah, don't get trapped. And the marketing, the marketing is very malicious. Speaking of, remember when we used to say, "Oh, Nigerians don't borrow; we don't do anything on credit." Lies, lies. Yeah, it's very malicious. Because no if you are doing five percent per month, that sums up to sixty percent per annum. But when they market it, they won't tell you that it is 60% per annum. They'll say 5%. They'll tell you 5%, and that's where banks mess up. Banks will do 30%, 25%, 20% per annum, and then they'll tell you all rates are annual, except otherwise stated. But these guys will go and they'll tell you 5%. You think it's annual, and then you enter it. So banks too should start no, doing so, monthly. So, Lalo, the, the regulator. Mm -hmm. says 
banks have to say those things. <laughs> but if you have Lagos money lenders license, you are not held you don't by have to say any of those things. <laughs> you can just do and undo. That Lagos money li- lending license is a this is just a pro tip for all of you looking to start startup. You can get into a lending business and you don't need to do anything with CBN. All you need is a Lagos money lenders license. You won't even do credit reports. Exactly. You Somebody was pitching to us one day. He said, okay, so what's your MPL? He really couldn't say, okay, do you at least re- re- report bad debts? He said, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm like, okay. They don't report bad debts, but they know how they are collecting their money back. If it's to have a woman rub shit in her, on her body oh outside your God. house, they'll do it. No, sir, this, remember that we can get slammed on Apple if we start yarning certain things. Rub poo on her body. And I see that. <laughs> I see that. You are owing her. You see, have food. Let me read you guys a Soko loan notification. Uh, I'm going to take out the name and the phone number of the person. They sent this to someone and they forwarded it to a group chat. The first one, re- reads good day kindly inform name on phone number that he has defaulted in his loan repayment to soko loan company and penalty charges apply he is advised to make payment today to avoid legal actions and negative credit check and freezing his bank accounts he has not shown repayment sincerity <laughs> and then the second one is even worse it says a chronic debtor with name and phone number oh is on the run with company money <laughs> and is wanted by the Credit Institute of Nigeria. The public is advised to distance from him as he has proven to be dubious. Until he makes his repayment, he will be arrested soon. How can you send this to somebody's contacts? Unsolicited. Exactly. So that's why all these apps are on Android because Android lets these, lets these apps have permission to your contact list and they can push these messages whenever they want to collect money. Even And because they are not like regulated per se they can go to like go to these lengths to get money back a bank cannot say this person is a chronic, a chronic, chronic and has not shown repayment sincerity what the bank can do is beg you your arrow will be sitting in your office begging you please that they will sack me relationship manager that's really it but if you are soko loan and co you can just say which one is credit institute of nigeria does that exist Nah. On the run from Credit Institute of Nigeria. To be fair, Sha, to be fair, I can understand why those rates are, are, are like that. Because the risk, yes, maybe you lend to 10 people, there's only two that will pay back. You must make back your money from those two that pay back. Because if you are getting money from, obviously, I don't think these guys are getting from like banks. But let's say you, you are doing on lending where you, you collect money from the bank and then you use to lend. Say the bank gives you a 20% per annum. You won't do 25%. You can't do 30% per annum yeah. now. That's well, like that's a 10. Yeah, that's no. a 10% spread. How many customers will it take to erode all of that value? You just go straight 50%, 45%, 60%. And in some cases in Kenya, 100% is it's actually sick i know that um um google at some point yeah, was google taken had to down intervene. yeah they had to intervene because it was getting ridiculous um and they said if your interest is above a certain rate you can't put your app on the on the app store because it, it's just wickedness yeah anyways um any final comments for 
episode. Check check with proper fintech apps if you qualify before you start doing all these more cash. Yeah, because I know that cash. like <laughs> lending from banks is is tedious. I I and I appreciate that, right? Um, but people lend. I know carbon lends. Uh, what rate does carbon lend at? Carbon, I think, is like 30-40%. Which is, in the grand scheme yeah. of the space that they are playing, is not... No, no, sir, it's actually not ridiculous. 40%. It's not ridiculous. It's crazy. It's wild. In the context of the world, it is crazy, but... I mean, if banks are doing 20, 22, 30... And they're making you sweat. Anyhow, let me not talk too much because when could I start lending? Is is 40, 35 which, you people which from like one day? <laughs> you see. But yeah, I I, I get I, I get where they're coming from. It's it's a hard business. Anyway, from this top ten rankings, I've had I think the perfect app idea is ready. You do Bitcoin. A, no, no, no. You do a finance app or a wallet. Yeah, and you can lend with Lagos Money Lender License. Then you now do subscription plan. And in the subscription plan, budgeting. they will get budgeting. <laughs> so as you are super up, as you are spending your life paying back loan, the budgeting app will be telling you your progress. Yes. You are yes. finished today, but when there is life, there is hope. Then if you really want to make it true through the best app, Maybe you sprinkle a little crypto and FX trading. All in one, you have captured the top 10 of Nigeria and Kenyan apps. I'm very serious. If you're ready to work on this, send me a private message. I'll flesh it out. I'll flesh out this idea. Man. Yeah. I think we're done for today because yes. anything else now, I'm not sure we can be serious about it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Open Africa podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.